Do, 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 do. <laughs> Welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. I don't know what the intro song is today. My aim is to make this as unscripted as possible and to try for a one-take wonder. Um, this is take three. I am honest. I'm always honest. Mostly honest. No, I'm definitely honest. But I, I wanted to see what that song was or what I thought it was. And I thought it was the Sugar Plum Fairy, but I don't think it is. Um, having had a quick look on YouTube and uh, then I thought well, maybe it's from Swan Lake but um, it's not the swan song dance from Swan Lake so if you are a ballet buff or a classical music aficionado and you are able to identify that song despite it being completely out of key please let me know what it is and it has been great to have so many people um, getting in touch joining in um, I've had some really lovely messages I love hearing where you're listening I've had on the dog walk in the bath in the shower, um, getting out of the shower, um, all over the place really. So it's it's really nice to know that this is creating a form of connection. And that's something that I really want to do with this is to have that daily connection point, really. Um, something that's crossed my mind a bit um, in thinking about this and why I'm doing it is that kind of, for some of us, you would probably have grown up with having, or you know, as you leave home, get a bit older, you have a kind of daily catch up with your mum or dad. Um, and then when you have kids and you've got the school run, you have a daily connection with other parents on that. And then when your kids get to be teenagers, it really does. It does change. And, and throughout the pandemic, God, we've all been just like in our houses with each other, which in some ways has been lovely. And in other ways has been, oh, good, it's you again. Hooray. Uh, so this podcast really is um designed to create some connection between people on a daily basis so it's here every day for you and I love it when you get in touch with me that's enough of an intro today is the 15th of January it's a Saturday but how do we know how do we know well we'll check the Facebook page and uh something that's kind of popped up is well there's a great big football match in the village and that prompted the um intro humming today because uh, I saw the teams warming up as I was walking one of the dogs and I saw my favourite, favourite ever warm-up activity for um, <laughs> football, which is you had the whole of the um, opposition side were doing that sort of running with their legs one way and then you have your elbows raised and then you switch. I don't think I'm doing a very good job of describing it, but it put me in mind of ballet dancers, hence the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I must find out what that song is. So that's going on today. People are very excited about that. Um, but there's also been a little bit of trouble in that the milk has not arrived for many people. And um, this has been an ongoing issue over the past mm, couple of months. So lots of people want to support the local milkman. Lots of people want to have glass bottles because it is much more environmentally friendly. And it's quite nice to know that you've got, you know, a little electric van driving around, environmentally friendly, way ahead of the curve there, the uh, uh, milk delivery services. And you've got glass bottles, which can be sterilised and refilled and recycled and all of those good things. But the problem is that whereas growing up, we used to worry about blue tits um, pecking the top of the foil and uh, taking all the cream out of the top. Nom, 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 nom. Today is, is the milkman even going to come? And there are families waking up to no milk and no milk is a problem 
when you've got kids that like to eat like a bucket of shreddies for breakfast. So we used to use Milkman years ago and then found that we could never quite get it right on how much we were going to drink and it didn't always arrive by breakfast time. So we do get big plastic um, four pinters and they go in the recycling. But, you know, ideally would like to use Milkman, but seems like it's a little bit hit and miss in these parts right now. Um, today's piece, and it, it kind of ties in, there's a, a, you know, some people have very fixed views on where you want to get your milk from. <laughs> it's a big deal. Um, but some people are like, no, absolutely not. I would not buy it in a plastic bottle. I will only use the Milkman. And this leads nicely into today's piece from Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1, which is available via Amazon. You can buy it. It's only like 2 99 Or don't buy it. Just stay with me here and, and listen and you'll get uh, all the extra little added bonuses. Uh, but this is called All the Small Things. Um, and if you've picked up on it, which I'm sure you have, most of the pieces that I go through have a song title as their um, title and this is inspired by Blink 182 you see but it is about all those small things so here are some things that have been the cause of bickering and exasperated cries in our house over the years one oh this still is leaving a light on who's left all the bloody lights on in this house it's like a bloody lighthouse yeah that that still goes on uh not loading the dishwasher correctly we have um, an ongoing little battle on that and uh, I put the sieve in the dishwasher. <laughs> my other half doesn't like the sieve to go in the dishwasher. Now to my mind sieve is a pain in the arse to clean if it's dirty. I mean if it's you know just been used to rinse some rice it's, it's pretty straightforward but they're a pain in the arse to clean and um, you know if you try and give it a scrub then you get bits of the washing up cloth stuck in it. And, and that's annoying to me. And then they're hard to rinse out, hard to dry. I mean, God, first world problems, isn't it? Oh, poor you, I can't wash your sieve. Um, so I put the sieve in the dishwasher because I think, well, it'll go in there, it'll get cleaned, nice high temperature, and then it will sort of dry. Which brings me on to another issue. When we bought our dishwasher, had a look online. Again, first world problems. People were moaning. My plates don't come out of this dry. Like, oh my God, if that's the biggest thing you've got to worry about, then you should be happy. Uh, other things that have been uh, responsible for exasperated cries, not replacing the toilet roll. Uh, that's not so much of an issue nowadays because the kids are older and, you know, they don't want to be sitting down in the loo and finding that there is no loo roll. We we've kind of come over that hump. Leaving clothes on the floor. Yeah, um, I know this goes on in every house. Uh, my son's bedroom has a complete floor drobe. Um, my daughter's pretty good, actually. She does she does clear up after herself and pretty much make sure that her room is her own little sanctuary. Sometimes it has a floor drobe, but she's pretty on it when it comes to making sure her clothes are, you know, put away or put in the wash. Uh, yeah, the boy wonder, not so much. And in our bedroom, it all depends on the day. I've got a stash of kind of, they're not dirty enough to be washed, but they're not clean enough to be put back in the wardrobe clothes that are on a, a kind of little seat in our bedroom. So yeah, that's an ongoing problem. Choosing wallpaper. Um, yeah, I mean, different tastes in interior decorations is, 
is hard. Uh, my husband's the one that puts up wallpaper and more than once he said, fuck's sake, Tone, this has got a really annoying repeating pattern that I have to match up. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. when we next choose wallpaper, no doubt there will be some conversation about that. So why is it that these inconsequential things can be the cause of such frustration? How is it that a dropped plate can be the catalyst for actual tears? And why does stubbing your toe provoke a response more suited to a footballer? Oh, look at that, like I planned it, feigning an injury. Sometimes the little things can cause big outbursts and being an emotional type, and I am, who wants life to be an endless festival of amusing distractions, and that's true, I know I'm guilty of overreacting and sometimes having unrealistic expectations. Um, I once went to see a lady who does acupuncture and, um, oh, what's it called? She does floral kind of uh, flower essence healings, but her acupuncture is amazing. She did acupuncture to sort out some hay fever problems in our house. And I went to her for acupuncture for stress. And I said to her, look, I'm often waking up feeling knackered. And this was um, in my 30s. I, was like, I don't feel refreshed. And she said to me, well, it is a bit unrealistic to expect to always wake up feeling refreshed. Well, fair enough. Yeah, you got a point. Uh, but I still had the acupuncture and I felt great. Um, thankfully, however, I have great friends that are happy to discuss life without putting up a wall of pretense. Yes. I mean, you need these people in your in your life. And, and I've had a few conversations recently with some very good friends on fuck my life, this is what's going on in my house. Is your dinner time like this? And they're like, oh yes, we have been there too. Or it will be, that doesn't happen in my house, but that kind of challenge happens in this way. We've all got those little flashpoints that come up. So during a particularly fruitful wine-assisted conversation, we gave each other a good talking to on the fact that if you're in agreement on the massive stuff, like marriage and raising children, then in the grand scheme of things, the occasional expression of annoyance really is small fry. It would be unrealistic to expect to live with the same person for the rest of your life without ever having raised your voice or disagreed about whose turn it is to put the bins out. Um, I don't know if that bins out thing is really a big flashpoint for lots of people. Like you hear that it is. I mean, I don't mind. Just, you know, drag it out, put it on the front of the road. That's okay with me. Um, depends, you know, if you've got a very, very long driveway, that'd be annoying. Or if you've got, I don't know, if you lived like on the seventh floor and there's some kind of complex bin scenario, that'd be annoying. Definitely with recycling, we, uh, have a bin inside that gets like full and it, sometimes we start stacking stuff up on the worktop because I can't be asked to take it outside and then sort it and then take them out. But yeah. I know for some people it's an issue, but I don't mind actually wheeling the bin out. So whilst one of us buying the wrong type of crisps, well, wrong type of crisps, I don't know, eating crisps is an issue. Apparently I have a mouth that creates an echo, kind of like a, like a cave when I eat crisps. And I know that in most of my friends' families, there is one that is like sensitive to sound and the other eats crisps like they're crunching gravel. Um, I'm the gravel cruncher. Uh, or forgetting to put parents' evening on the calendar may still cause a childish outburst or an ah cry of frustration. I would take it in context and move on. 
I will try not to sweat the small stuff. Yeah, and I think that's a fairly good attitude to have, isn't it? Um, big things going on for us. It's mock exams time. It's then taking GCSEs. It's applying for sixth form. It's like big, almost becoming an adult stuff going on here. So reminding myself, reminding ourselves not to sweat the small stuff is really important thing to do. And given I've got the house to myself for a precious like 20 minutes, I'm going to go and eat a packet of crisps as loudly as I want. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, um, do give it a share, share it around, share it with your friends. And um, I will see you again tomorrow. Bye bye.